0: This is Lloydminster Show. This is local that matters to you. Local people. Local events. Local news and sports for Lloydminster and area. This is live with Kurt Price from the new Lloydminster Nissan. Hey, welcome inside the New Lloydminster Nissan on this uh, Tuesday morning. Got some sunshine right now. May see some rain later today, but that sun uh, gleaming down on us inside here at the New Lloydminster Nissan. Uh, lots going on. New Lloydminster Nissan is partnered with Richardson's Jewelry and Spiros, and we're celebrating grad across the Midwest. I look forward to seeing all the grads. When I am, see both the uh, Lloydminster Holy Rosary and Lloyd Comp Grad Marches this June or later in the month here. But right now, we want to. See See the grads' kindergarten pictures. Show us those on Facebook. You could win a Michael Kors or a diesel watch. There'll be two watches given away, and grads will get to choose their watch if they're the winners. Two pizza parties from Spiro's, and uh, those headed out to college or on their next adventure next year. You need to tune up before you leave. The new Lloyd Mr. Nissan is going to take care of your vehicle for you here and get you in for a full service and uh, just want to make sure that everybody knows this is not just for Lloyd Mr. Grads. This is for grads right across the Midwest. So get those pictures up. You can find that uh, pin to the top of the new Lloyd Mr. Nissan, a Facebook page right now. New Lloyd Mr. Nissan partnering with the Olive Tree and Red Bicycle again this year for the Chalk Drawing Competition. Starts on June the 12th. Kids 6 to 12 can enter by messaging Red Bicycle with their sidewalk drawings. They have the chance to win a bike, courtesy of the new Lloyd Mr. Nissan. Second place prize is a prize pack from Walking on Water Toys. That'll wrap up on June the 19th. No winner in the Chase the Ace raffle last week at Deloitte X. So the jackpot tomorrow starts at $428,134. The real deal on this is that it, it very well could be. It is very likely that the prize tomorrow night will be a half million dollars. And there are just 11 cards remaining in the deck. Now you get your tickets right up until 6 o'clock tomorrow night in person at the Lloyd-X, but if you're going to buy them through e-transfer or on the website, you have to do so before 2 o'clock today. So e-transfer to Chase the Ace at LloydXH.com. Go to the Lloyd-X website, www.LloydAXH.com to use your credit card. New Lloyd, Mr. D. Son has uh, partnered with CWT Vacation, and we're going to the Mayan this year. Now, we have sold all the seats on the bus for this Mayan Adventure trip, but there are still some seats left on the plane. However, this is the final week of sales, so you've got to get those seats booked now if you'd like to come with us February 12th to 19th. And I've had a lot of people say to me, well, what about the rules? What about the quarantining? If the quarantining isn't over by then, then something is wrong with our government. Oh, wait a second. It should be over by then. In fact, it should be over by the end of this month. It should have been over by the end of the week, for crying out loud. But uh, if you have questions, I know a guy who has answers. Jerry at CWT Vacations at 780-875-4414. Somebody asked me the other day, well, what do I got to do? you got to put down, like, I think it's over a, just over $100 to hold your seat, and then the final amount is due in December. So if you want to go, I believe that demand is going to be through the roof for uh, Mexico and for all these uh, Caribbean uh, vacation places. So now is the time to book while you can still get a seat, 780-875-4414. And as I say, the tickets for the bus all sold out, <clears throat> but... You can still come with us you can still get on that plane and can still enjoy everything we do in Mexico together and fly down there with us. 780-875-4414 but get on that right away because I know a lot of people have been thinking about it worried about that quarantining when you get back don't even bother with the quarantining forget that bullshit. Okay Father's Day contest going to be announced officially next week on Monday but I can tell you that we've partnered with some great uh, local businesses. Actually we're going to announce that on Wednesday is what we're going to do. We're going to announce that tomorrow. And we're going to give Dad the chance to win some awesome prizes, including a barbecue from Supplement King. Uh, from Wildside Outdoors, there's a gift card. There's a gift card from uh Cliff Rose for Clothes. There's a Windsor Plywood Prize Pack. There's a gift certificate to 4th Meridian Brewing uh, from Darren and Joanne Weinkoff. And there's a Tomcat Watch from Tracy Kay and Tomcat Watch Enterprises. And it's just like the one I've got on here now. Well, you can choose the purple or the blue. There's two to choose from with the big faces on them, and they're so popular. Get compliments on it uh, wherever I go. So Father's Day Contest is coming up right away here with... uh, Spiro's Secret Sauce for a year is another prize, a Brandy Hofer hockey print, and we want to thank Diamond 7 Meats and Sobies because they're supplying uh, the uh, hot dogs, and hopefully we'll have enough that uh, if you come watch the contest, you'll be able to have one as well we got details being announced this week on the fair, so that'll happen July 14th to 17th, and we're going to find out what that might look like any time now, and whether there will be a parade and all that kind of fun stuff. We have Greg Buchanan joining us this morning from the Lloyd Mr. Exhibition, and I just asked him, like, what do you know about this uh, fair? And he said, "Uh, absolutely nothing, so not a big surprise there. Thank doesn't you. really shock me that much. The other guest today is uh, BJ Carey and we're going to talk about the CPCA tarp auction when we come back from the new Lloydminster Nissan. What do you know about that? Absolutely nothing. <laughs> Paul, what do you know about playing commercials? Absolutely nothing. (laughs) How are you doing? If you're nearing retirement and you're asked, how are you doing? It's usually referring to, are you ready to leave the work site behind? But for you, it could mean, can I spend my retirement years at the cabin? Or afford a boat to take the grandkids out on the water every summer? You can check your financial wellness score to see if you're on the right track to reach your goals. And if you need some support, we're here to help. See how you're doing at synergycu.ca slash wellness.
1: I'm in 7 Meats. We work with
0: local farm families to provide a high quality product and a great selection for you. Try our mouthwatering smokies, pulled pork, roast beef and more. Made pure and natural with no additives or fillers. We offer custom processing and our experienced team works for you to provide a selection of sausage, burgers and jerkies made to your specifications. Take your grilling to the next level with a Yoder smoker complete the grilling experience with Canadian made award winning line of House Q barbecue Sauces. We're locally owned and operated and we look forward to seeing you today.
1: I love secret sauce Put it in a car
0: at co-op baby I love
1: PWM Steel in Lloyd Minster is the key supplier and largest indoor inventory of steel between Edmonton and Saskatoon. Locally owned, PWM Steel offers a wide range of services from steel cutting and bending to custom sign and powder coating. PWM Steel uses aluminum products as well as new and recycled steel. Key supplier of steel products and services since 1982. Visit their website at pwmsteel.com
0: local people, local events, local advertising. To advertise on Live with Kurt Price, call 780-522-9433 or visit forgesmedia.com. Welcome back inside the New Lloyd, Mr. Nissan, where Greg Buchanan and B.J. Carey join us today to talk about tonight's tarp auction and the upcoming CPCA race season, as well as the North American Chuckwagon Championships, uh, which is uh, also open to uh, uh, several chuckwagon drivers, not just the CPCA. So great to have you here, gentlemen.
1: Thanks for having me. Thanks for
0: having us. Yep. So you didn't know anything about the fair. How much do you know about Chuck Wagons, Buck?
1: A little bit. A little bit. (laughs) The guy to the left of me knows a little bit more, though.
0: Well, you're you're also, like, you're with the CPCA, but you're also with the Lloyd-X.
1: Yeah. So this is obviously a
0: huge night for the
1: CPCA. It's a
0: huge night for Lloyd-X, too, Buck.
1: I I think, yeah. I, I think more than anything, everything that we've been through for the last year, it kind of shows that we're moving that, that wagon forward, I guess you can say in this terms, that we're moving forward, uh, we're going to be racing uh, June the 24th in Powellmakers, starting our CPCA season, and this kind of is a sign, and, and usually we have it in April, the tarp sale in normal times, and, and it kind of gets the ball rolling for the chuck wagon season ahead. So, a little bit later, but it tells all our fans, it tells our sponsors, it, it tells the community we're here for business and let's get going. Same thing for CPCA, BJ?
2: For sure. It's it's um, basically telling the drivers that we're going and, and the sponsors we're going, the fans we're going and um, it's we had a fun run on the weekend and just the fan support and the support there on the weekend was phenomenal and um, so it shows everybody that we're going. Um, let's put COVID aside and get at her.
0: So let's talk about the tarp auction tonight. Tell us uh, what happens at the tarp auction and how it's going to look this year. So I'm not even sure what time it starts. <laughs> everything, <laughs> it starts everything at kind seven. of starts. Yeah. Well, it starts at six. Well, uh, doors open at five. Yeah, the yeah, Doors at five. open at
1: five. Everything kind of gets. Uh, the meet and greet starts at six. The the tarp sale itself uh, starts at seven. It's outside because of COVID. We're having it outside of the grandstand. So there'll be tables there. There'll be food. There'll be some beverages. And uh, yeah, the the auction itself starts at seven o'clock. There's a
2: there's a phone con there's yep. a contact number as well if people are not wanting to come down worried about covid or whatever um and there, there's other formaloid x yep. and uh other, and also facebook i believe yep. you can message in so um the outside aspect will be more like a wagon race type of thing aspect as well and um yeah it's it's exciting to get going and, and with a year off it's it's exciting to get
0: back going for sure so you got to register ahead of time though
1: if yeah. you're coming back uh, dot so go on the Lloydex uh, social media. There'll be a link to Eventbrite and, and solidify your spot. Doesn't charge you anything, but because of COVID and the restrictions, that they kind of like to have the numbers ahead of time. Speaking of numbers, what are the expectations for for
0: a oh. for a tarp auction tonight? How, like, any idea where the where the amounts could go to? Dep- like it, it's been a year and a half or, or two yeah,
2: years. Yeah, so. it could be it could be it could be poorer. Meaning, all any sponsorship is good, but it could be low, I guess I should say, and it could be through the roof. It just it's been away for over a year, and and so people are excited to get to be going. It could be record numbers. It's hard to say. It's um, it's kind of uh, it's kind of up in the air. Sponsorship. You go to some some businesses, and they're excited, and some are, well, we've had a slow, and and so it's it's just the way it is, and and with our government, they don't know if we're going to be shut down tomorrow, so. They don't want to. They kind of want to sit on their on their pocket as well. So it's, it's, um, it, it, it's.
0: Who knows? It's it's just up in there. That July date is just looming. That a July 11th date, and everybody's like waiting on that. We're at 67% now. If we were to reach 70% next weekend. Boy, we just really kickstart things. Uh, into gear, but it's already late to hold the tarp auction. You normally mm-hmm. hold in April, right? Yeah. So you can't really uh, push it off anymore. What does a tarp mean for the drivers, BJ? Well, the tarp's huge because I mean the expenses to go down the road, <clears throat>
2: the expenses to feed the animals. The, it's it's um, it, it's not only you're feeding your family, meaning your horses, but you're helping you're helping that business. You're, you're, that business is like your family. So to have them <clears throat> on board with you. Uh, It's like another team member and uh, to have that tarp is is you run it with pride so um, you're supporting them and they're supporting you and and it's just like another family member.
0: Let's get the other side of that. What happens when you support the CPCA when you buy a tarp? What do you get?
2: Well, it depends on the driver. Um, Every driver is different. If you go to myself, um, I put on a do at the barn so I uh, look after them. Whether we split the costs or whatever it is for meal and and beverages, and uh, they come back and they bring clients back and see the horses and uh, basically have fellowship, basically, and uh, they get bragging rights and lots of the sponsors have the love for the horses, their love for the sport, and the kids love the horses and um, they want to be they want to be around them and a horse heals. A horses heal people so. Um, that's why a lot of people are involved in horses. They they've had need uh, some healing of some kind.
0: So we're talking about sponsorship for the Ram for the CPCA Denim Ram Tough CPCH Checkwagon Finals happening this August. Uh, does any What's the rest of the season look like, BJ?
2: So because of COVID, we we did lose um, a couple of shows. We lost I guess the first three weekends, um, and we did do, do some juggling. So. Uh, We lost North Battleford, or or sorry, Prince Albert, we lost for a show. Uh, The second show was uh, Lake, which they moved on to later in the season. And then the third show was Wainwright. And uh, we lost those three shows. So then we were going to North Battleford for a show that was gonna be put on by BATC. And just this last weekend, it was moved to Poundmaker for the restrictions. They just have more room for parking. Uh, People can watch around the track. Uh, and so we can follow the COVID guidelines whether we want to or not um and then uh we go in Onion lake uh same thing lots of parking big grandstand so we should be fine there and then we have the nacc um the nacc is nine days here in lloyd uh starts the 9th of july and goes to the 17th uh there is i guess there's 40 there are 42 drivers there. Um, we're gonna have a mentor heat, or two mentor heats of uh, three. Uh, those those guys will run on a three barrel system. Um, after six days, they'll have a dash and for some extra prize money. And after nine days, the top guy there, top aggregate guy after nine days, will have a invite into the 36 guys for the following year for 2022. The other 36 wagon drivers will be running for $100,000 on the final day, on the 17th of uh, July. So it's a big show. We want to make this the bigger sh- bigger show, the big show that everybody wants to be at. Um, DJ King come up with this idea, and uh, the rest of our board kind of threw spitballed ideas and made it bigger and and kind of got everybody thinking and, and getting it going bigger and bigger and um, trying Grow wagon racing. Um, the way Calgary is going, they're they're declining wagon racing. They, the, I've been in plenty of Calgary meetings, and it just drives me nuts. And the first thing they ask you is, how are you sustaining chuck wagon racing? Well, we're sustaining chuck wagon racing, and they're pulling their they're pulling the reins out of our hands. Um, they're they tell you one thing, do another thing, and it's just not a. They aren't they aren't for the wagon drivers for sure. They're for themselves. They're about making money and. Um, the wagon there's 36 guys in the past there's 27 this year. I was one of the lucky 27, but the nine guys that didn't get to go that's that's like a kick in the, in the guts and um, with no warning so Calgary to me is on their way out and Lloyd then NACC, is on the way in and everybody will want to be here in, in no time I'm sure
0: so. this isn't new for you BJ you've spoke out about this before about uh, you, you kind of, you kind of saw the way things were going on. You know, the writing was kind of on the wall when the CPCA was asked to not be involved in it after after this past year. Oh,
2: for sure. I mean, you look at the WPCA, and they had 36 drivers that were, that were basically competing for 27 spots for 2022 in the Stampede. And out of those 36 guys, I think there's 28 guys that started in the CPCA. So. The CPCA is out of Calgary, but you, they want them going to the WPCA to run in Calgary, which to me is bullshit. Um, there's, Todd was second in 2019, um, CPCA guy, um, Logan was first, Logan's running within the CPCA this year. There's guys coming from the WPCA over here because we are running. and, and In my eyes, the CPCA is stronger right now because we are running this year. We have shows that want to go. and. Uh, we're, we're going to have 36 wagons and I think the last time we had that I think was 2012 or 2013. Um, and that's good for the CBC. It shows the youth that we're looking out for them. It shows the, it gives them a reason to start. Whereas Calgary pulled that when they went to an invite system and the invite system to me is bullshit. You've got to have a certain name or you've got to do something that they want you to do. And if you're a puppet, perfect. If you're not, well then that's just the way.
0: It kind of takes the sport out of it, doesn't it? Does,
2: it does, yeah. It's, if uh i mean if the nhl give the give the the nicest team the stanley cup every year montreal canadians would that be the champions every year <laughs> um but i that doesn't happen
1: yeah it's just the criteria uh, you know when, when you have the invitation process And the criteria was really never explained to the drivers through all this. You didn't really know, well, it's safety, it's this and that, but really what is it, you know, black and white, what is it? And it was never black and white, there was a lot of greys. Oh, for sure, and they say safety, but there was guys sitting on the
2: fence or being suspended, and they still invite them. So safety, it depends who you are. It just
1: depended on your name. And and, and, and bottom line, it depends how much you, you, when you stand on that stage at their tarp sale, how much money you're bringing with you. Honestly, come on, it comes down to dollars and cents. So some guys that can bring in the big dollars sometimes get overlooked in the safety component.
2: I, I, I had a real blow. I didn't get invited in in 17, and and to me, it made me think I have to be better. That was my mindset. So the invites come out, I didn't get the invite. I was still getting the emails. They They sent me the email to enter my horses. They sent me, so that just shows, like, how organized they are and and that still irks me and and I forward those emails on and I'm like this is this is how professional you are you're forwarding emails to guys that aren't invited or myself anyway and I mean yeah it's it's everything has to be done with a done proper and if you're not inviting somebody well then give them a reason tell them why tell them how they can get back there whereas right now you you don't know how you're
1: going to get there and why would you start if you don't know how you're going to get to the big show? Yeah, and the CPCA is striving forward for the future of the sport. And like this year we have six rookie drivers. We have a mentorship program with those rookie drivers that, that teams them up with a veteran driver. And that solidifies the future of the sport for those drivers. And, and we're the only association doing that. And we're very proud of that. And, and I think that's the reason why we're going to keep this going. And and doesn't matter what Calgary is going to do. It doesn't matter what anybody else is going to do. We're going to strive for it as a CPCA and have a strong product every weekend. When do you think things started to go south with, with Calgary? Um,
2: I, I think, well, you, you, hear, you hear some of the directors from the past say they have a five-year plan, they have a three-year plan, they have this, they have that. Well, when they took four, away, when they took four out riding horses away, it was a bit of a decline. And then when they went down to an invite system, it started because then they were dictating who they wanted there, and then we were told a couple years back that they had a three-year plan coming out. Well, their three-year plan was 27 wagons, no CPCA, and and it just went escalated more and more and more each year. And to me, to me, Calgary Stampede's involved in Houston Rodeo in the winter. There, it's the biggest indoor rodeo there is, and to me, that. Grounds is getting ripped out, and there's going to be an indoor rodeo there. That's going to be the Calgary Stampede. That's what I see happening, but that's just my opinion. And and I mean, and yeah. they're involved in it. Their their stocks there. They're all down there. So um, that's what I could see happening in the future. You think
0: they're it. they? I've heard other people say that they believe that Calgary does not want chuck wagon racing any longer. Well, I that think this the, is just the this is this is just the start of it.
2: The directors, I think. Are, probably don't, but um, the city of Calgary, the 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 fans of Calgary, they want they want it. You can see the response on all the social all the social media that if there's no Range Line Derby, what's the, what's the Calgary Stampede? Well, let's boycott it then. Boycott it. Let us get them back there. Um, it's there needs to be two paying shows. There needs to be money going into these drivers' pockets. If there's not, there's not going to be wagon racing. It's not a cheap sport. From September 19 until March 2021, uh, my costs with no money in were $104,000. With no money in. And that's just feeding and looking after my horses. So, I uh, personally, I had 42 horses. The guys that have more horses, Chris Molley 50 plus. Kurt Bensmiller, 60 plus. Those guys are paying more. And it's and it depends where you live too, the price of feed. So, it's it's not cheap. And, they want to try and help us. Well, help us then. It's not by pulling it out. Pulling a show away is not helping us. Or to say our horses aren't ready, that's a, that's a that's the biggest heap of bullshit I've heard. I mean, we aren't going to take our horses somewhere if they aren't ready. It's it's that's just a fact. It's our horses are like family to us. So if they aren't ready to run, they aren't going to run. And they 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 tell us uh, it's I'm in Lloyd training here and. And driving on that track, you can tell if a horse is ready to run or not. And if they aren't ready to run, you're not going to run them. It's not safe. You're putting yourself in danger. You're putting those horses in danger. You're putting anybody around in danger. So it's not safe. And they don't have a clue. That's all there is. That's all I can say. They don't have a clue.
1: Yeah, and it's coming out of a boardroom in Calgary. And they're they're making decisions on on the welfare of these horses from drivers that know their horses. And they're sitting in a boardroom in Calgary, telling these drivers they know more about their horses than they and than the drivers know know themselves. Which, come on, you can't you can't. Do
0: Everybody that. always assumes it's activists.
1: Oh. I think they play a certain role because when, sure whenever whenever something happens, you have the Vancouver SPCA there, and and they're they're knocking at the gates and they're waiting for something. And then when something does happen, unfortunately, they're front and center, and, and Calgary is answering to that. And yeah. You're never in that that Calgary show. You're never going to get rid of the SPCAs. Uh, they don't understand it. They don't understand how the horses are treated, and they're they they're superstar athletes. And and as a superstar athlete, you're not going to mistreat that superstar athlete, whether it be a football player, hockey player, or a horse. And and they don't get that, and they don't see how the horses are treated. They've been they've been invited to the barns a number of times. All these animal activists have been invited to the barns a number of times, but they never come.
2: I think Kelly Sutherland said it perfect. I think is who, who said it. It was in 2016, I believe. He said there was is all around there, activists were all around there, and he said to them, why don't you come to our barn and see how good these horses are looked after? Maybe then you can put your focus on uh, someone living on the street, that's somebody's child there that you could be spending that money yep. on and, and put them back in a home, put them back, give them the care that they need. And he said it right, because there's not a horse on any of these grounds that isn't looked after.
0: BJ, you mentioned that uh, Chuck Wagon Racing needs two, uh, you know, big events. Mm-hmm. So even though the Calgary Stampede would be in competition with the North American Chuck Wagon Championship, you would still like to see the Calgary Stampede get back to where it was?
2: It needs to. I, I mean, on a normal... So if we were the Calgary Stampede, we'd have 36 guys here. 36 out of 70 drivers here. So now there, while well, there's 20, what is it, 26 26 guys that are, don't have a spotter, 24 guys don't have a spot to go, so they're sitting for those 10 days. So if you have 36 and 36, it's going to entice more more guys to, to, to start. It'll entice guys not to quit. It'll, I mean, yeah. you take Ray Crotto, for example. Um, one of the reasons, I, one of the reasons is is because Calgary is so up in the air that he that he was done. Um, but I mean, and he's young, so he was he was under 35, and now you take a guy that. Ray Mitzwing raced till 65, Brian and 65, Buddy Benzmiller said it to Greg, yeah. I remember that interview, yeah. Buddy said you need more than one payday, and you do, because you got to look after every wagon driver, you can't look after half, or guys are going to quit, and you don't have wagon racing, you're not sustaining truck wagon racing, yeah. and I remember when I started, Calgary would give the Lloyd X 10 grand to have that fair show, and that stopped, so of course they're going to stop, because that's a pile of money to put out, and where is Calgary sustaining it they aren't sustaining shit they aren't doing nothing they're their their they're dictatorship they're, is pushing people away that's all there is to it
0: so let's talk about the North American Chuck Wagon Championship was there so like you know I had you on the show a while ago and you, you said yeah it's open to everyone
2: it is so this year what it was is the top 18 from the CPC in that 2019 top 18 from the WPCA in 2019 was invited They had a deadline of January 1st to to enter. The guys in Calgary did not enter. Actually, sorry, Luke Turney pulled out of Calgary and went into the North American Chuck Wagon Championship. So at that time, I believe there was 10 WPCA guys, and I believe there was 26 CPCA drivers at that time. We had a couple. We had uh, Riley. Riley uh, has taken the year off with, she has medical stuff. Um, Amber taking the year off, she medical out as well, and Doug Green. So we went down in drivers. Um, at that time, it opened up, I believe, six spots to whoever. So when Calgary cancelled, being that the CPCA put on that put was putting the show on, helping in conjunction, there are four guys in Calgary, which myself, Dale, Jamie, and Todd bought our, bought our four spots in, there was two spots left available. What we wanted to do is we wanted to fill the CPCA as well at that time, so whoever had bought a CPCA membership would have the first option at the NACC spots. So then that, that opened up to Ross Knight and Logan yeah, Gorst. Logan yeah. so they're CPCA members, um, and that's how it went. So there is, uh, I believe. You take Luke's a CPCA member as well now. Uh, You take those guys over to the CPCA and I believe there's 10 WPCA and there is, I believe, 32 CPCA members is what I believe it is. Um, Well, I guess competing in the NACC is how you'd put it. Um, So it was open to everybody. Um, We wanted a full tour. so. That's how we went about it. Um, Everybody had their chance right up to June 1st to enter in our tour. Um, And, yeah, and guys chose not to i think on the hopes of pinoka still yep. the century the century the century show there's some big money in those shows so if they can run to those two shows they can they can make some really good money
0: is there is there starting to be some momentum behind the north american chuck wagon championships not just in lloydminster but across alberta and Saskatchewan now because of calgary cancelling
2: i think so um you see I i see posts on facebook when i go on there and um Uh, there's people commenting on it from all over the place. Um, there's people commenting, it's Manitoba, B.C., and how do we buy tickets? Well, Lloyd X, uh, contact the Lloyd X, and and they can purchase their tickets. Um, I could see it being sold out. If we have a, uh, if we have a capacity, I could see it being sold out before it even goes. I I could really see that, and and then people were going to have to turn people away. Um, working with Jackie and, and the crew down there, and they're bored. We're trying to find ways where we can add people, where we can add capacity and get the number up so that we can still follow COVID guidelines and still go with it. But uh, we're going to do all we can to do it, and that's all, that's
0: all we can do. BJ, it's so expensive. You, you mentioned your, your expenses are over $100,000 for a year. It's hard to recoup that. Like, it's hard to make that back. So why do it? I... Uh, <laughs> So
2: when I started, I started in 2007, and I, I loved the horses. Um, I didn't know which end of the horse to feed in 2000, and I started dating Kim, and, uh, and then I was hanging around their place, and um, I worked for Brian for, I think, three years. I worked for Brian 2002, four, and six, I believe. <clears throat> and then in 2007, I started, and, and I, I do, it's a family sport. It's something your whole family can be involved in. Um, if you're successful, you can make money at it. Um, when I started, I said, if I wasn't in Calgary in the first five years that I was out, I was done. Uh, I made Calgary my fifth year, and then I missed it one year after. And um, it, it, you can make it, you can, there's guys that do make a living at it. And uh, good, great sponsors run, run at the top. and. And you can do it but I, I do it for the love of the animal for the family aspect of it and the, and being around all the people that's what I that's what the reason why I do it and, um it's, it's a great sport to bring your kids up in um, they get to learn hard work and they get to learn the care and passionate for animals care and passion for anybody you treat an animal like Greg was saying like any athlete and, and they're part of the family
0: so. Greg mentioned the mentoring uh, that goes on with the CPCA and, mm-hmm. and the new drivers. Tell mm-hmm. us a little bit more about that and what happens with that. So
2: the new driver gets to pick their mentor. So um, um, I don't even know. Kobe Stanley. Kobe Stanley yeah, yeah, Kobe Stanley. He's drove up a, a, a lot in the past, a really good driver. Um, I believe he chose DJ King to be his mentor. So the first weekend, DJ will ride in the wagon with him, make sure that he's Understands everything, pulling into the barrels, make sure everything is copacetic with how he's how he's doing everything safely and and the proper way. Once DJ, I don't know what would be names him competent or names him competent would be the best way of putting it, I guess. Uh, Then DJ will stay out of the wagon and watch from the sidelines, and Kobe can go to him at any time and and. And we could go to anybody any time yeah. and ask for help, but DJ is his guy. That if he sees something, he'll go to him and just say, "Hey," and DJ basically takes him under his wing. So it's just it's just one of those things that that. Uh you have a little closer relationship with that person and, and they can help you out where where it sees fit.
1: And it's not just the driving component. It, it, it's about horse manage, managing, yeah. you know, the, the, the nutrition, the feeding, you know, everything that comes into it. The, if you're first, you know, new to the sport and you're not used to the, uh, three months of racing, then, you know, having a veteran driver, and there's so many of us out there that, uh, you know, they can step up and, and answer any questions. So who's... How many new drivers
0: this year? Six. Six. Six new drivers? And then you've had, you said some people come back from yeah. the WPCA this year Correct. because you're going to have a season. Yep. So how competitive does this season look? How many, <clears throat> how many drivers do you have? Do you know that offhand?
2: And we have 32 drivers. There's four drivers that are run second outfits, and that was why the June 1 deadline was because there was guys that had sponsorships sold. So there's 32 drivers and 36 outfits that go all year. Um, there it, I think it's going to be competitive I think the the better the better the drivers the better everybody gets yep. it makes you a better driver it makes you a better competitor if you have better drivers there and um, you have to have rookies you have to have to, to wagon race you have to have wagons you have to have venues and you have to have sponsors if you don't have that you don't have wagon racing you take any one of them away you don't have wagon racing and uh, and so I think it's going to be a real competitive year. I think right from the top to the right from 1 to 36 it will be competitive. So
0: other than, you know, a big another big uh race, another like like the Calgary Stampede coming back BJ uh, what has to happen to grow Chuck Wagon races?
2: There has to be a path where where if somebody is starting out, they know how they get to wherever they need to go. So be in the NACC. Going forward, the top 12 from the NACC will be in for next year. The top 12 from the CPCA, top 12 from the WPCA. That'll, so they know what they have to do to get in there. If they don't know that, why start? Why, if it's just pick of a hat or pick and choose, it doesn't work. So that has to be, that has to, it has to stay that way. It can't be changed. You have to have a path where someone knows how to get to where they need to be or how they get better Um, so that's that's a big first step that we're doing here with NACC and kudos to DJ for taking it and running with it.
0: And the other big thing about the um, chuck Wagons of course is sponsorship you need people to get involved right? Yeah
2: Yeah. every sponsor every sponsor what big or small they help out in different ways and and that's it's so huge Um, anybody that wants to be involved should come down there tonight and talk to a driver and um, Whether, whether it meet them, come and meet and greet and see who fits for you, and and because not everybody's gonna fit for everybody.
1: And and the great thing for sponsorship in the in chuck wagon racing, you know, there's sponsorship opportunities any sports team, and and for a sports team, you'll get tickets, you'll get a maybe a banner or a rink board. Uh, at any kind of hockey rink, but here you get a part of a team. Like you, you, if you sponsor a hockey team, they're not going to have you coming down to the dressing room and you know and, and help get the you know your players ready for that game. No, in, in chuck wagon racing, you become part of that family, and if if you want to grab a pitchfork and help out, there's the pitchfork help out, and so you become part of that team. You become part of the of the BJ Carey family. So you, you see that all the time, and then as as the sponsorship. Uh, relationship grows with that driver. Yeah, they become you. You do family vacations with your sponsor, and you see that for years. And and it's it's very unique that way. Any update on any other media that might carry the? Uh, where can well, you listen? Yeah, well, CPC Radio Network, of course, uh, and the other one that we're working on right now is the Cowboy Channel. So the Cowboy Channel is a uh, subscription. A TV channel we can get on any internet uh, and they've done the Calgary Stampede in the past so with no chuck wagon racing the Stampede uh, there has been communication between the CPCA the North American Championship and the Cowboy Channel and right now it's just still negotiations.
0: Fantastic so lloyd Mr. August 18th to 22nd the tarp auction tonight um, register at eventbrite.ca Poundmaker kicks it off on June 24th to 27th and uh, How many stops this year? Sorry, we yeah we need to go through after after the NACC
2: we have Little Pine, Frog Lake, pound back to Poundmaker for their show, Metal Lake, and then the Lloyd Final. So there's seven seven tour stops plus the NACC.
0: And do you suggest if anybody has questions, how do they get a hold of the CPC or the Lloyd X to get um, more involved the? In LloydX
1: Lloyd X is I don't, I don't know Lloyd is that's the website. Uh, the number for the Lloyd-X office is on that there too. Uh, any information regarding the tarp sales on the Lloyd-X website as well as the Lloyd-X social media as well as the CPCA website and the CPCA show, social media too, CPCA cpcaracing.com. It's getting exciting, isn't it, BJ?
2: It is, yeah. I can't wait to get going. It's been a long time coming.
1: It
0: really has. Yeah. It's just everybody misses. What do you think it is about Chalk Wagon Racing in this area? Is it the Western I think,
2: heritage? I think it's the Western heritage and the adrenaline. I mean, just watching, I mean, it gets people going. Um, I took some people for a ride a couple weekends ago that I've watched for years and and they said that the adrenaline they get in the stands compared and then they said being in the wagon is a hundred times more they said they thought they were getting a rush in the stands well then they got in the wagon and as two wheels come up and uh, it was,
1: I the, thought oh shit. yeah there's no there's no <laughs> other experience like it, it is it's unique it's and and you think that when those horses as they say pop as soon as they start at the bottom barrel, as soon as they pop, there is no other feeling like it when you're in the back of the wagon. And, and you better hold on tight. You know, uh, uh, betting is changing in Canada. Mm-hmm. Is there any opportunity? Oh, it's been discussed. Yeah. I, I, mean, I, I don't want to go down a rabbit the t- hole. Yeah, besides doing the toony and loony in the stands, no, it, it, there has been some. In, in, Things are changing in Canada yeah, when it comes. Yeah. Like
0: you can now bet on individual games yeah right which you never could do before before, yeah
2: Yeah. I I always I always thought like well
0: well horse racing racing.
2: the problem is is the four horses on that wagon and your two outriding horses if you put a form out there for those six horses it don't really matter because how do they work together so it's tough to you can go off stat
1: previous stats but that'd be a lot of info for somebody to Oh, yeah. Because you have to realize these hey, horses. Dear, he could do it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he could. You have to realize those horses, uh, whether it be hooked up on, on a wagon or even out riding horses, they all have a pedigree and they all have a history. Uh, and that's a great thing that people don't realize when they watch these guys race. They don't realize those horses come from anywhere in North America. And and to find them on a, a Sunday afternoon in Little Pine racing and, and the, the experience they have in some of these Great race tracks across the the country. It's it's amazing, and and I think think that's a story that we always tell on radio. But I, I think it's something that kind of gets overlooked at times. Where's your furthest away horse come from, BJ?
2: Um, I've bought lots of the Phoenix. Um, I bought a few to Toronto, um, Minnesota. I guess California. A couple out of California. Uh, that would be the furthest California. I guess a few of them come out of New Mac- New Mexico but they were basically phoenix new mexico back and forth but that would be the furthest mine
1: yeah. can you imagine a, a horse coming from phoenix and they and they he, he come to saskatchewan yeah. and then october november hits and they're like where it's, did i go wrong well, when i was bringing them back i'd bring them back in the end of march start
2: of april in the last few years april's been a disaster and i mean they'd be in the barn for four or five eight days in a row and yeah. they, they'd come <laughs> up here with no winter hair. And by the by May one they had winter hair. So it was it really screwed their system up. And yeah, yeah. it was it was it was tough on them. It's tough on them. Yeah.
0: Well, uh, we're going to be back here on Thursday and we're going to be talking to uh, Verna Haight from Labus. June is uh, Brain Injury Awareness Month and uh, they have launched their dream vacation uh, raffle and things like that. But I want to thank uh, Greg Buchanan and Brennan J for uh, coming in today.
1: We got that and, uh, in didn't uh, Joining he?
0: us here yeah. at the new <laughs> Lloydminster Nissan and looking forward to tonight and uh, something to be excited about because not only is Chuck Wagon racing back, but this also kind of signals a return to events. In in our community as well. We'll join, please join us again Thursday morning.